0: Welcome back to a brand new podcast. This is episode 21 of season 3. Right, all I'm going to say is Travelers Championship had a better atmosphere than the U.S. Open.
1: It did indeed. That's what tends to happen when you have more people there watching.
0: Funny it's, that, isn't it? It's Well, I, I've ranted about it a few times uh, on back Nine Films and here on the podcast and it just, yeah, it annoys me. So, if you're a brand new listener to the podcast, we've got four sections coming at you today we got chop of the week which we do have another one this week we have Tour trash talk then we're into tech talk and then finally finishing on tip of the week
1: yes and we are starting with chop of the week and it goes to avid listener of the podcast dave
0: why what's he doing now
1: so it was actually a while ago and i should have should have mentioned it before now but dave was talking to me about the course he plays um Hillston hall saying how they've made all these changes which i knew they'd been doing they've been making changes to the course and how they there was no or only one par five now so i was like i've played that course and the i've played that course by the way as well the eighth is no way no way a par four like there's no like the length of it from memory playing it there's no way it's powerful but he was adamant
0: 8th the one with the, with the club out with the greenkeeper's shed on the left isn't it like really no long no long no long so
1: 8th is where you're coming back towards the clubhouse and you hit down over the hill and then there's That's a big it. pond and yeah. you hit over the pond, pond and I was like there's literally no way there's, there'll be some people that won't reach the pond into kind of thing yeah. do you know what I mean like it's, long, it's a long hole yeah yeah but Dave was like adamant he was like no they're, they're definitely not so I said send me a picture of the scorecard <laughs> and i'm trying to actually find the picture now but but basically what they've done is on the scorecard they seem to have they've got is it five for slash four yeah, 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 yeah. so the ladies t is dead far forward and what they've done this on a number of holes so dave's thinking no no there's only one par five so he's scoring it as a par four but actually he got more points than he thought he did
0: <laughs> what I mean, you, you're literally making golf harder than it needs to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, so when he sent me them, I was like, what are you on about? He's like, no, it says par four. Like, no, it's not. It's a par five. <laughs> but it's par four. But because the way they've done it, I'm sure so it's in black and white. Mm. It's not in like red. white, Yeah, white and yeah. red. But it, I looked at it and went, that's what's happened here. <laughs> Kevin straight away. But I don't know if that's just because I've obviously been around golf
0: a lot longer than Dave has. But... I mean, to be fair, when you first look at a scorecard as a new golfer, it's got to be a pretty intimidating thing if you don't really know what it is. Yeah,
1: and that's that's where I sort of give him the benefit of doubt in the sense of...
0: Did you ever get that out or did you actually throw him pelters? No, I
1: didn't. I didn't. I just sort of explained it i'm trying to i can't actually find the the text messages it was it must have been a while ago but i just explained it i explained that what had happened mm. um and that there was actually more than one par five because obviously i was like i'm sure the 18 was a par five no no it's par four it's par five it's par five <laughs> so that's chop of the week for not being able to read really score a
0: scorecard. yeah i mean dave maybe made need that in a lesson
1: <laughs> scorecard reading
0: how to use a scorecard right. okay let's get into tour trash talk so guys by the way uh, reach out to us if you have any chopper of the week stories whether that be on our instagram sorry on my instagram golf, or whether it be on bat9films youtube or even just drop us an email and um, we'd love to actually hear some, of, some more of these stories because some of them are very, very interesting. Okay, so this week, we just finished Traveler's Championship. This was another elevator event, which basically means it's one of those big 11 events when they're playing for more Wonga. Now, Keegan Bradley claims this with a minus 23 winning and winning by three shots. Now, before we go into exactly what happened, I mean, there's quite a lot going on. there I mean, the 59 shout at one point for a few players. All I'm going to say is, right, so Josh, I did a bit of research on this. Average attendance at the US Open was 23,000 a day. Average attendance here, meaning mean, they've not got the actual figures, but it's more than 200,000 attended the four days. Break that down, that's more than 50,000 a day. More than 50,000 a day. It's more than double what they had per day at the US Open. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Great for the Traveller Championship, crap for the USGA. Yeah, and the,
1: the thing for me is, obviously, it's an elevator event, so... The PJ want to create a hype around it, so they're going to want more people there, which I get. Yeah, I think the USG it just falls back on the USGA shooting themselves in the foot. A holding it where they held it, B not having that many people there. Mm. But they obviously they obviously had a reason they wanted to do it there so badly. I, I I don't know whether it's the exclusivity of it. I don't know. People haven't seen the golf course before. I don't know.
0: It was bloody tiny. I can't see them
1: doing it again. Not going to lie.
0: No, no. It, I mean, you literally can't do it again. That's that. that but I'll, I'll be an uproar if they do it again
1: so Keegan Bradley claims a win mm. with a score of 23 under par winning by three shots He shot a final round of two under, a six under third round, a seven under second round and eight under first round. And he actually broke the tournament record by one shot. It's always low
0: scoring here, isn't it? There's loads of birdies, always. I mean, I think a lot of the players go there knowing it'll be literally a birdie fest. But I like that. I I like the idea of lots of birdies and lots of excitement. Because usually, like, I mean, you come from the US Open, which is known for not very low scoring, even though it was semi-low this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I like it. I think they had twenty six of the world's top fifty playing as well. So it's a, it's a big big event. Yeah,
1: and he took home the now with these Elvis events the three point six million dollars for the win, um, and I think it was just I don't know. Um, I, as a I, to watch, I don't think Keegan Bradley is very good to watch as a golfer. No,
0: mate, he's he's twitchy as hell.
1: Yeah, um, I think it, it's. There's other golfers out there when you watch him, you're like, Whoa, that's impressive. Mm. Where it is impressive how he's won and what he does, but like you said, it's it's not an easy watch. No. It's not an easy watch. No, not at all. Um but fair play to him, it was a, a good victory in the end. And at one point, well, I think he led from the start. Um it, we had Zach Blair and Brian Harmon, um, and they scored twenty under par. And there's a bit of a story around around Zach Blair because um, the art, and I'll bring the article up here from the from the PJ tour. It's Zach Blair on the verge of keeping job after Travelers runner up, which sounds a bit ominous. um Two score balls in Zach Blair for, for Zach Blair during the Sunday's final round at the Travelers Championship. The one that mattered the most, where he stood in his quest to pile up FedEx Cup points to fulfil his major medical extension, was 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 one he had no control over and one that wouldn't even come into focus until his round was long over. He needed a solo second to secure his card. A two-way tie would move him to the precipice. So he tried to push uh, that out of his mind and focus on the leaderboards at, at every green.
0: So basically, he needed to get enough points to secure his card this week. If he hadn't, his medical exemption runs out. Yeah,
1: so there he saw his name promptly placed near the top and he was able to take a deep breath and feel a sense of achievement.
0: I mean, that's some pressure, that. So basically, if you you don't know, you, you basically earn your rights each year to play. Now, if players can get a medical exemption for a number of reasons, and this might last for a year, so it might not work on the same premise as... The end of tour season or whatever it is in terms of like it might not run January. January might be April to April, for example, Um, and they'll have to accrue a certain amount of points and be in certain amount of standings because they know they might not have any more starts to make enough money. So basically, finishing tied second this week will guarantee him next week, and also probably moving inside certain rankings, which then gets him access to other events. Yeah. So he basically jumps up from being in a category of medical exemption to being, let's say, inside the top hundred of the FedEx Cup.
1: So he's now just twenty five point four eight two points from the threshold, equivalent to a top thirty one finish at a full field tour event. That good week could set him up set up the next chapter of his career. So basically he needs to he needs he's because it was tied second, he's yeah. fallen slightly short, but he okay. just needs
0: twenty five points now. So but he's in with a chance. In a full
1: field. But he's in with a chance, which is a which is a good story and he's put himself in a good position. So
0: How's Scotty Sheffield up there again?
1: Oh, mate, this guy. We seem to be talking about him every week. Um, so he's finished tied fourth with Patrick Cantley, the world's lowest golfer. Um, yeah. And with, uh, oh God, what's his name? Reevee. Really? Reeve, Reevee, Reeve, Reevee, Chet- Ches- Reeve. Reevee. Chez Reevee, sorry. Chez Reevee. Chet- um, and and uh, look, it, Scottie Sheffield is turning into that guy that...
0: It I bet doesn't I, go away. It doesn't
1: go away. And I, do you know what? I bet he's horrible to play with. Because if you start to wobble at all, you know that it's coming.
0: You know what? Also, like you look at him hit the ball, you're thinking, "You're not impressive. How are you even doing it?" He's unimpressively impressive.
1: Yeah, and uh, if he's in the final group, you've got uh, on a on a Sunday. I know. He, I don't think he was this time, but if he's in a final group on a Sunday, as that other player, you've got to be thinking, "For God's sake!" Because <laughs> he's going to be. We so... What are we going to say there, by the way? <laughs> For God, oh God's sake! <laughs> but he's going to be so consistent mm. he's he's always going to be there so you can't slip up no keegan bradley couldn't slip up because he's coming like his performances over the last year and a half two years has just been
0: ridiculous speaking of a good performance fowler by the way oh. i mean that's three weeks in a row now where he's managing just to keep going and playing well yeah. which is absolutely mint because as i said last week on the podcast like he is too good a player to not be at the top of the game.
1: Exactly, I agree. So the big talking point for him was his round of 60. So that's 10 under par, and that was on Saturday. So he had, it was five five birdies on the front nine, four birdies and an eagle on I the back nine.
0: Because this is the same course Jim Furyk has shot at 59, isn't it?
1: Wait, is that, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Five, yes, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, but this is the same golf course Jim Furyk's shot at 59. Oh, is it? Yeah. I did
1: not know that. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's why it's like known for like low, low scoring, scoring venue
1: and we, we've I think for the last three weeks we've mentioned Ricky Fowler and it does feel so good to have him back where, where he should be I mean um, he's
0: got to be excited going into the Open
1: oh big time big time like it's even even if he gets a top 10 finish in yeah. the Open that's mightily impressive from where he was oh. it's just ridiculous and I'm going to put this to you now Alex if you are Who's Nick Faldo. Radical. Radical. <laughs> radical. Who's yeah? <laughs> you scared? <laughs> if you who's the radical? Uh, Zach Johnson. If you're Zach Johnson, are you picking him?
0: I think right now, I think he's probably playing his way into it.
1: But if if it, it's okay, okay. So if Hypo, he doesn't get... hypothetically, he doesn't quite make it from a point. I think perspective.
0: yeah. I think in terms of form, there's not many other players in there that aren't already qualified who are who are in form like him.
1: Form, experience.
0: Yeah, likable all... guy. Good person to have around the changing room. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of things going in his favour that he should be included in a major championship. That's the thing.
1: That's the, and the the You've got to look at it from a point of I think well, I don't because I've never been around a Ryder cup captain. But not. I think You're not. You're not being um, a Ryder Cup captain. I've not, no, funnily enough no. Um I think from a captain's perspective. Mm. You've got to look at it from players that are on a streak, as it were. So at the minute he's actually sixteenth in the rankings. So he's he's arguably way out. So they one, two, three, four, five, six go automatically.
0: Yeah. Okay. Keegan Bradley just won, so he probably jumps he's up jumped, there as jumped up one. thirteen then spots. Then you've got Spieth, you definitely pick. But then on Thomas, so Thomas is not even inside. Okay, no, so, I mean, is right now... he's not inside. Right now he's knowing it. And looking at that, how he showed me that there, there's a few people that are already automatic picks who are like, you... I mean...
1: So you've got... in the minute.
0: Clark. I mean, Wyndham, Clark, no offence, but, like, he never played a Ryder Cup before. Yeah, Obviously a very nice. good player. But you, you you're talking about having jordan speed and justin thomas outside the automatic spots right now yep. which for someone like ricky fowler can't be a good thing because usually they're inside the automatic spots and then they're automatically qualified yeah whereas and then, then obviously he would rely on potentially a captain's pick i mean he goes and wins the opening Jim.
1: this is the other thing so this is we've gone on on a bit of a tangent here talking about the cup but dj down at 33rd do you pick dj
0: I tell you what, Zach Johnson has absolute headaches about this. because Biz time. You, you could potentially there, looking at his rankings, put a very, very inexperienced team out with a lot of talent. Yeah. Or do you go with experience? I mean, I would say Ryder Cup, you've got to have a bit of both. Like, if you don't have a bit of both, you've never been in a raucous atmosphere like that. I mean, you hear Polter talking about in the past where he's tried to tee the goal ball up and he's, like, shaking that much in the opening tee shot. Yeah. Put it this way... There will be some upset people because he will pick someone like Justin Johnson.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, oh. I agree. But I wouldn't. I think. I. I think I would pick DJ in there. I, I think I'd put Fowler in there purely from experience. If you're gonna have I the likes, you of, can pick Fowler. I think you can though. If you're you gonna have the likes of, so he's get, it's twelve plays, isn't it? Yeah. So he's got six there. So he can go Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Colin Markauer, Ricky Fowler, DJ. Tony now do you know what I mean what, Patrick Reed? Patrick not, mentioned. Reed, Patrick you're not Reed.
0: mentioned. Well, no, I've not mentioned Mickelson because he's not in form. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you're looking experience, like these are all players that.
1: Yeah, he... but you need you can't just go oh well Phil Mickelson you've done it before but you're also not playing well. Do you know what I mean you've got you you he's got a load of players there that are experienced and playing decent golf.
0: Play well at the U.S. Open.
1: Yeah, but it, no, Phil Mickelson's not going to make it. Yeah, I think I think to. to no, I'm not going to go down that Anyway,
0: bit. moving on. Two people that might be um, sort of included in the US, uh, in, in the Ryder Cup is Justin Thomas and Wyndham Clark. A bit of beef going on here. Oh,
1: a bit of beef. Now, we say beef.
0: Well, this is all picked up on the hot mic last week, wasn't it? <laughs> it Basically, was. Basically, along the lines of Justin Thomas said, like, he's won one flipping um, ma- uh, major, and now he can ask me to mark it from 40 yards. 80 yards. 80, 80 yards. And... Justin Thomas came out and said, like, um, I wanted you to hear that. Like, yeah,
1: so basically, they're, they're, they're mates. So
0: Okay, so we've got a bit of context, we actually, on mates.
1: Yeah, so what's happened here is, Justin Thomas and Wyndham Clark have gone back and forth on social media, and it's actually come, seems to have come to an end because of a tweet that Wyndham Clark's put out. So, having won the US Open, shooting the final uh, round, even past 70, told off McElroy and Scotty Shefford, he took his second career win and the US Open. Now, on the first day of the Travelers Championships, a hot mic caught Justin Thomas making a hilarious dig at Clark. And he said, guy wins one effing US Open and I have to mark it from 80 yards. So after an account posted the clip, Thomas clarified, just poking fun at a friend. We had a blast today. I wanted him to hear that. And Clark replied saying, they honestly should be mad. I had you I had you mark it and hit it to 30 feet. <laughs> so they've obviously gone back and forward yeah, about yeah. it and had a bit of a laugh. And then it, and I saw
0: that like Wyndham Clark basically said, basically, you missed the cut of the um, at the at the, at the US Open, mate.
1: Yeah, well, and then he put... Thomas had also commented under an Instagram post about the ordeal. Mark it from 80, then move my mark on the putt. Just couldn't get out of your way, could I? Like, they're obviously having a laugh, having a bit of joke. And do you know what? It's good to see, like... I think we've seen it from Thomas before. Well, we had it early in the year, didn't we? Remember when he got caught? Tiger Woods. No, but
0: remember when he got caught? Yeah, I remember that. And he uh, lost his uh, Ralph Wren contract. contract. He's got history, this guy. He does.
1: But we've we've seen the banter, haven't we, early in the year, which, again, could have gone the wrong way. But with Tiger Woods giving him the tampon, like, he obviously likes to get involved and have a bit around the dressing room, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. But I think it's good. I think it's a good insight to, to... it must go on more than mates. we think of course yeah, it, yeah. They're, they're, as much as they're competitors they've grown up around each other
0: they're that's the thing you just hit the nail on the head there we forget that most of these guys now coming through and performing at the top of the game they've all grown up together of course, they whether have. it be like maybe four or five years apart yeah and these are all a generation of college golf, social media. I mean, everyone knows everybody. Whereas prior to that we didn't really have the social media aspect or, or as much college golf as what we have now. It's no. so so competitive. Now talk about competitive, McElroy and DJ, PJ. Love Tor that segue, career. by the way. Love it that one it? very good. So McElroy, big cheese now. McElroy has now a career total of seventy-five million eight hundred and nineteen thousand and three hundred and seven dollars. pounds dollars, sorry. Yeah. Um, that's just, looking at it, thinking, <laughs> that is one big number. A um, number. So, but essentially, he's $401,470 past Dustin Johnson now. Now, yes. the thing is, you have to forget, you can't forget, and we have to say this, if DJ was still playing, he probably wouldn't have surpassed him. Because, no. I mean, let's look at the bank balance. DJ's is probably bigger right now. <laughs> um, but the simple thing is, is that obviously DJ has not played a PJ event within a year. Nope. Here's a question for you. So when DJ plays again next year, yeah. which will happen, by a co- yeah. all accounts, yeah, who's then going to be Big Cheese?
1: Oh, and I think Rory's still Big Cheese. I think only because of he's stuck around. You know what I mean, he'll have a bit of pulling power, won't he? But one thing I will say, which is interesting, we've spoke about Roy McIlroy's performances: top tens, top tens, top tens. So that was his fourth top ten in four weeks okay he's
0: gonna win royal liverpool i'm telling you he last won it when he was there he's trending <laughs> he's playing well he's confident he's got all this baggage and crap out of his hair <laughs> he's in yeah.
1: but w- while what i was gonna say was while he's the total he's beating total earnings wise he's not got as many wins as him still so dj still got one more pj tour win the mackerel here you go but they both turned pro the same year
0: here you go would you want more wins or more money Oh, Show me the Benjis, baby. Hundred percent, will
1: Hundred percent.
0: Look at him. Pass me that live contract.
1: Let me sign it.
0: We've already snatched you. We're going to think about going to that live event down in London, aren't we?
1: So that's the seventh. That's not this weekend. The weekend after. Yeah. Seventh of July. Yeah.
0: Could go down on the uh, old, old weekend.
1: <laughs> go and have a go and. Uh, yeah, let's go for the day. Saturday. Go for a day. See what or Sunday.
0: We'll try and squeeze it in the diary, will we? <laughs> Have to see if we can get a ticket from our other house first. We're laughing, but we know we have to. So true. Okay, so now time for tech EPO. talk. Just to clarify, what an EPO is. No,
1: don't clarify it, <laughs> just in case.
0: No, oh, but we could. We could. Yeah. Okay.
1: If you know us and you want to know what an EPO is, either message us. I'll tell you.
0: um Okay, so if anybody was watching um last night, uh, a Glastonbury, and by the way, I was. It was bloody brilliant. Eagle-eyed viewers will have noticed that Elton John's drummer, Nigel Olsen, was wearing Footjoy gloves. I noticed this when I went to watch Elton John live. There's a funny story of that as well. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah. You went to watch Elton John live? What's the funny story there? So
0: essentially, you? I thought i booked locally around <laughs> here in Manchester. I booked it at Sunderland Stadium Like
1: Thought I booked it in Manchester and had to go to Sunderland to watch
0: that, it. That's like booking a local round at your club and realising it's three and a half hours away. But yeah, anyway, we'll move how, on.
1: How have you even managed that?
0: Not paying attention. That's I not. didn't book the tickets.
1: Oh, you're passing the book now, are you? <laughs> no comment. I've got two tickets to Elton John. In Sunderland.
0: <laughs> so he's worn them for the last 50 years?
1: Well, so you didn't... If, I'm not going to read that because you've just read that bit. He hadn't just nipped out for a round of 18 before joining Elton John for the, his last ever gig in the UK. According to Music Radar, who interviewed Olsen... Back in 2011, he's been wearing golf clubs for the best part of 50 years. Olsen, who's also confirmed he's supported by Footjoy, explained he Is likes he? to wear Footjoy golf clubs during his performance with John because they allow him to feel the stick as, he's wearing nothing, as if he's wearing nothing at all on his hands, but also prevents him from getting cuts.
0: Yeah.
1: So there you go. If you're a budding drummer... Get yourself a left and a right golf glove and you're
0: sorted. And double them up as golf gloves as well. Yeah.
1: Go go full Aaron Rye. The Rye man. The Rye man.
0: So, guys, it's now time for tip of the week. This is the part where me, the resident PJ Pro, gives you a little bit of a snippet of a tip.
1: Yes, I'm very intrigued to see what this one's going to be. We'll do it on scorecard. How <laughs> to mark your scorecard.
0: <laughs> so, no, generally, here's a little bit of a tip. <laughs> so... <laughs> So before you go out and most people play stable fits, right? Let's say you have 20 shots. I want you then to go down the card and put a little stroke next to all the stroke indexes, right? Okay. Every single one of them, one dot. Little dot next to them. Okay. All of them. So all 18 holes next to the stroke index column, we've all got a dot next to them. Yeah. So if you get 20 strokes, you get two strokes... On the two hardest holes. Yeah. So then go and find the stroke index one, stroke index two, and put two dots next to them. You then know, let's say it's a par five, and you get a seven on the stroke index one par five. Seven, take two strokes, is five, so seven for two points. Just a little bit of a tip, so less maintenance, and also you don't end up thinking a par five is a par four, and you get the right points.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's a very, very good tip. Um, when we played on Thursday, what Dave did was. He circled the top ten. One so to he ten. Had two strokes. Yeah, but also the shots where I had strokes as well, conveniently, um, because obviously I was playing off ten and he was playing off twenty-eight. Yeah. So I, so he knew that he had two strokes on that hole and I had one stroke on that hole because yeah. he was he was scoring it. But obviously that, that won't always work. So I would go down your route of saying, right, where do I get two shots? Yeah. I if, if you if, if you're a higher handicapper where do we get two shots and i get one shot on every other one yeah it's probably the best way to do it and if you're a lower handicapper where do we get a shot
0: so i would do it on your card that someone else is going to mark make their job easier yeah but also then do it in your markers column of the other person's card just so then when you're marking your card yourself as in your markers card of somebody else's you've got sort of the deets on what you're doing yes
1: guys everyone sure and there's five slash four it's probably going to be a five. Yeah, yeah, probably. Unless it's
0: unless it could be a winter hole.
1: It could be a winter hole.
0: Yeah. Also, guys, we forgot to mention that this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale Golf.
1: It is. <laughs> Whoa, <wait. laughs> it, is, it is. And what you can do with Scottsdale Golf is you can get same-day custom fitting for your golf clubs. That's right, same-day. So you can get booked in, go and get fitted, and take the clubs home with you. You have to book in on scottsdalegolf.co.uk and it's also important to mention that we've got a giveaway coming up.
0: It's just gone live on Monday <laughs> and it will be going live on Back Nine as well. Essentially, um, you can win a driver up to the value of £529.
1: So basically a driver.
0: Yeah, this goes like Callaway Paradigm or something yep. like that, the really expensive ones, plus a fitting. So head over to my Instagram, Alex and also head over to Back Nine Films to check out. There'll be a video going out this week am not going to tell you which one. Have a watch. Yeah. Put, your, put your notifications on so you get notified when the video goes up. Also, listen to this podcast. You might give a little bit more away next week because it will run for two weeks. Um. So, yeah, good luck to everybody and you've got a chance to win a brand new driver for the season.
1: So, before we go, that's some decent giveaways we've had the last few weeks. Yeah, mate. We've had wedges and driver.
0: We're going up in the world.
1: We are going up in There's the world. There's nowhere else
0: to go, though, after that. <laughs>
1: well, we'll
0: see. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to pass the pod, like, share... Whatever you want to do it, we appreciate all your support and we look forward to joining you next Wednesday at the same time.